ED. Yo. Day before the day before. There it a is. A big one on the horizon. A big one on the horizon. Yeah, you think? Trying to get three in a row. Trying to get three in a row. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, plenty to get to on this show. Uh, the strive for three in a row. One of these teams is going to pick up their third straight win. Either it's going to be the Niners or the Vikings, unless, God forbid, there's like a tie or something like that. Please no. Please let's, no tie. Let's not do that. Um, let's not do that. Uh, just for everybody's sanity. Let's just, someone win, someone lose. Please. Um, so we, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk. We'll get Ed's keys to the game. This will be a return to the field of jeans for the 49ers as uh, they try to pick up that third straight win against a, a pretty familiar foe in Minnesota, a team that they've seen quite a bit over the course of the last couple of seasons. So we'll get our thoughts on that. We'll break that one down for you. As always, we want to encourage you and remind you to uh, continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcasts. If there's a like or a follow button, go ahead and hit that like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service. Uh, feel free to get involved in the conversation on social media. I'm at R Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. That's four times. I don't know if I did four or five or three. I don't know how many I did, but, it, but it's four. It's four, though, right? Okay. All right. Just want to make sure we get that get that straight. Um, uh, as always, we're brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Of course, it's the Thanksgiving week, um, and and it's it's all football all the time from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the whole weekend. It's just all just all football, which um, I guess it kind of used to be a special thing, but now they do this whole Thursday night football thing every week, and so maybe it's took a little bit of the luster away. I don't know. Am I selling this really well? I don't know that I'm really selling this really well. Anyways, um, <laughs> the fact of the matter is there's all kind of stuff for you to be able to bet on with the fine folks at Bet Online. They got a brand new site, brand new interface. Feel free to get involved. Get your welcome back bonus. Uh, use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. Y'all know how to spell it by now. And as always, Bet Online is your number one source for all things sports betting. So head on over to fine folks at Bet Online uh, and, and feel free to support them and support us while you're doing so all right bet online uh as always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports he is super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock um i mean if we're being honest i mean like they play thursday every day like it used to be like oh thursday football is a special thing like you know what i mean it's thanksgiving it only happened once a year and like now it's like 17 weeks it's it's just a lot, you know. I mean, they throw in extra games on Thursday, but it's not like we never see football on Thursday anymore, right? I mean, yeah, it's it's a thing that you know. You know, it's funny though. Teams love organizations love that Thursday game, as um, in the Thanksgiving game, or as in the Thanksgiving game, the Thanksgiving okay. game, because um, and I didn't realize that because you know when I was with the Niners, we didn't play on them, but you, you know when I played with um. I, I did two Thanksgiving games. Um, I was with Denver when they did one. I was with um, the the, um, the Lions, of course. Detroit. They always play. yeah. Detroit always plays on Thanksgiving. Um, but when I was in Denver, we played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and I remember around the organization when when they found out about that, how everybody was excited and they was talking about it because Thanksgiving. You think about it, Sunday night game. You know, you can have a Monday night game and everyone's like, it's the only game, but you have all this other stuff going on 
it's it's weird with Thanksgiving. It feels like you are the only. It's almost like a, like a playoff game or something. You're the only thing, only in, show in town. You're like the only show, and, and it's like people. It's one of those days where non-football watchers watch football. Yes. So that so that's that's the thing about that Thanksgiving game. Uh, unlike Thursday night, people who aren't into football don't watch Thursday night football. Yes. People that are in the football don't watch Thursday night football. <laughs> <laughs> People who aren't in the football, or who are in the football, you're right. That's it. But everyone cuts their TV on to football on Thanksgiving. That, big facts. Big facts. People will watch. People will watch the Thanksgiving game. Yeah. Why? Why you're sitting there eating your pizza, eating your turkey, and all that? You, you'll watch the Thanksgiving game. That is true. That's very true. While I just, you know, poo pooed all on the ad. Thank you for for saving <laughs> saving me. Appreciate that. <laughs> That's what I do, man. Hey, That's you, what I I'm the, every week, every week with this guy. I mean, either it's a counseling session or he's like saving me from myself or something. Like it. It's unbelievable. You just got off IR, so they got to understand. <laughs> you're, still, you're still working your way back in I'll the just, shape. I'll just blame the meds. I'll just blame. I'll just blame. Way back in shape, man. I'll just blame the meds. Um, post Thanksgiving, are you like a? Uh, uh, a sandwich guy, like you just throw everything in, in between a couple slices of bread, or like, are you just all about give me the full meal all over again? I want to do it all over. Uh, what, 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 what's your what's your intake like? Or, or do you just leave it on Thursday? Like, are, are you just done with it on Thursday? Um, no, I just just make a plate, man. I'm not a throw everything into a sandwich. I, I'm not a sandwich guy like that anyway. First of all, it's too hard for me to find bread because, you know, you know, I'm allergic to soy. So it's too hard for me to find bread I can eat. Um, that's number one. Uh, so I'm not a big sandwich guy. So but but I just I'm just make a plate, man. Just make a plate. I mean, you know, there'll be sweet potato casserole and, you know, dressing and and all the all the, the swine that you don't want. I'm going to eat that ham. I thank you. I appreciate it. Honey bake. Honey bake. You have all that. I, I I do honey bake, but they also have turkey, just in case you didn't know. They do have turkey. I and know it, it melts in your mouth. It's amazing. You know, you know what? I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will be in on that. I will be in on that. And then, you know, the wife is making, you know, all of the macaroni and cheese and everything. My wife started, she started what yesterday? Last night cooking. Oh. Oh. What um Favorite side, favorite side. Um, wow, I don't know. Well, no, first, you, you, what's your favorite side? You tell it's me. It's the dressing you... for me, man. It's the dressing for me. Yeah, see, see, I, that's what I wanted to see where you were going because I don't know if I necessarily call that a side. That's that's mainly my main course. That's your main. Okay. Also, <laughs> the side around it. I, I literally, no lie. No lie. I, I told my wife, I said, it's like eating her cake batter. When she was making the dressing and putting it all together and everything, I had a big bowl of that. Um, so I, I, oh, that's next level. That I, is next level. I had a bowl of the dressing before she bakes it. So, you know, when she put, because I mean, everything in it is cooked. So, Very true. But I, I, I had that earlier. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that in. Like when she first starts making that, I'm going to get that going. And then, you know, we go from there. So that's that's how it works, bro. I respect the grind. I do. Like that's that's commitment right there. I respect the hustle all day. That no, right. that's I mean she, you know, Monday she starts doing that. So I mean I gotta start eating it if she's making it. <laughs> Somebody's gotta take the somebody's gotta be the intake. <laughs> I, I mean you gotta test it, you gotta try it, and it's all good, and I see it there. So 
that's it. You know, she'll, she'll, you know, dressing and macaroni, she'll prepare and, you know, and then she'll have her pies and all that stuff. And she does veggies and everything the last day, but, nice. uh, but yo, see, we're the same on the dressing though. So that you, you consider that a side. I consider that the main course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, I mean, there's a point to that, right? Cause like the dressing can make or break the meal for me, right? Like if the dressing ain't on point, then I'm like, eh, which I mean, never really happens. But I will say this. All right. Well, that doesn't happen on Thanksgiving, but like there's like a soul food joint we go to. Right. And they may run out of dressing. Like I won't order anything. I'd be like, you know what? I don't even want nothing. So see, that is your main course. Yeah. It's like, you got to build everything around it. That's how I feel about the dressing. So next to the dressing is the sweet potato casserole that she makes okay because she'll she'll always ask me do i, I heard you it? talk about this for years i'm gonna give you some like is she always want it's either you know do i want a sweet potato pie because she's gonna make pecan pies sweet potato pies or or she'll make the sweet potato casserole depending on which one i want and i was like i want the casserole i don't need the sweet potato pies um when i can hit when i can get the casserole, the casserole. It's in, it's incredible, man. She does. She makes this little glaze for the top of it, and brown sugar and all stuff and nuts and there. It's it's, it's so god. It's so good. Man, my, my, my man's having a real life experience right now. <laughs> like, like said, this is this is Ed Unleashed. We never I, seen this side of him. <laughs> I, I went there just then, like man. All the all the other my man just had an out of body experience. All the other times that we were doing this pod, it was audio only, so I couldn't see that reaction. Like this was. Oh yeah. man, get get on YouTube. If you ain't on YouTube, you need to get on YouTube just so you can see what I just saw right now. That was incredible. I will bring you some, man. What you <laughs> I'm not gonna say necessarily right now. It depends on how much is left, but I I will make from sure the sound that. of it. I mean, it's it's probably gone by or close to gone. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, my inner fat child comes out when she makes that. There are a couple of there are a couple of dishes that she makes. Um, she, and that that is one of them. She her red sauce is ridiculous. You eat yourself into a coma. And then she's got this other little thing. It's we we call it crack corn. It's it's this caramel corn that she makes and the way she makes it. It's it's as I said, we call it crack corn. You, I literally eat it until she she laughs at me because I I will like take an entire pan and I will sit there and just eat it and and just lay down on the couch. <laughs> And just and just kick my feet up, and I'm sitting there until my jaw won't even barely move. Like I'm so tired of chewing, but I guard that bowl like a bear. <laughs> so and no I'm on the crack corn. That's what's up. <laughs> oh man! All right, so okay, let's talk about what, what are we, we talking about today? Okay, man, man we, we can do this all day. I'm a, I'm a low key foodie. Um, all right, so you got the Niners. Yeah, five and five. Mm-hmm. You got the Vikings, mm-hmm. five and five. Mm-hmm. Both these teams, both let's <laughs> both of these teams. Let's mm-hmm. let's both, both of them. Yeah, both of them <laughs> have uh, have won two in a row. Mm-hmm. So look, you got to this point now where every game's a big game. Yes, and. There's no understatements for wins, especially right now. You're looking at you're looking at playoff seating, you're looking at playoff picture, things of that nature, right? 
So the Niners on the outside looking in at that. Um, after this one with the win, they can they can by the time we're talking next week, they can be in the playoff picture. They can be one of the top seven. That is a real thing. That is a real possibility. Um, and so this is a huge game. This is the biggest game. Here we go. This is the this is the biggest game of the season, though, to this point on on uh coming up here on Sunday. Now, Niners have had their issues at home. Seemingly, they've sort of shook that a couple Monday nights ago against the Rams, being able to pick up a win uh, inside the field of jeans. But when you look at this Vikings team, and they've had some, like, the Niners' two-game winning streak has been kind of like, eh. Vikings have been some pretty good teams. Like, they beat the Chargers in L.A., and then they just beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at home. And so these are two these are two big time wins for them, right? These are two playoff teams that they that they've just beaten. Um, and so if you're the Niners, we talked about it in the last show, Ed, uh-huh. the formula, right? It seemed like we all know what the formula is. We've seen this formula here the last couple of games. Um, it is imperative that this formula be repeated on Sunday against Mike Zimmer's uh, Minnesota Vikings. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Well, well, this is an opportunity. This is really an opportunity for the Niners. Um, you're playing at home. You got to establish something there in Levi. You got you got to you got to start um, you you got to you got to put some fear in teams hearts coming into Levi. That doesn't exist right now. Perfect time to stick to the formula, as you were saying, um, and play, play bully ball. It works when they do it. It worked. It, it has worked since Kyle has been here. When they play physical football, um, when they play just tough, hard football, they're always highly competitive. Um, the last couple of weeks, that's what they've done. You see it across you. You see it in the offensive line. You see it in the defensive line. Um, you, you see just just the way guys are playing, you know, with the emotion that they play with on on the edges. You, you see that. Um, it's going to be important that you do that because you don't want to be – you have an opportunity, as you said, to, to, to put yourself in a playoff picture and start a run at the most important time of the year because – out of everything that happens, team that wins the Super Bowl is, is the team that's going to be playing the best at the end of the year. Facts. It's just that's just how it is. No, no, nobody, nobody plays bad football and win in the playoffs. So if you're not playing well, if you're not playing well at the end of the season, if you're not playing well in January, you're not going to win. It, it's just that simple. So it's a long season, and you don't have. And if you and if you play your best ball in September, you peak too soon. <laughs> that's Play-y great. Soon. Yeah. But you peak too soon. You got to be playing good ball. You have a chance to continue this, grow, continue to grow your confidence. See if that formula has finally fallen into place, as the plan is falling into place as you move forward, um, or you can be regulated back to a bad football team. That's right now. You're kind of teetering, right? You're kind of teetering. Yes, that's that. So I agree that this is the most important game of the season. I kind of feel like this is one. And it's rare that I say that this is one of those must wins. You 
you have to win this game at home against a team that is sort of like you right now. You said it's a five and five ball club that started the season off with very high expectations. Um, and, and they're starting to feel good about themselves. You can't let them continue to grow that muscle in your house. Yeah. And look, this is a team that's ahead of you in the standings. Right. And so for that reason, it's important because um, you get that head to head, you know, you, 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 especially against a team that's outside the division. I mean, that's that, that's key. That's, pretty, that's, that's pretty. But also, here's another thing. And, and this bothered me going back to the Rams game. Right. And, and listening to the announcers and stuff. And they were talking about how I think it was Debo. Debo was like. Oh, you know, we ratcheted it up the the focus this week. It's Rams week. We're more locked in, blah, 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 blah. And and then they they proceeded to go out there and, and, and beat up on the Rams, right? And and win their first home game of the season, first home game in over a year, right? Um you like it has to be important protecting your home turf. Like what happened a couple Monday nights ago, like that can't be a one-off, right? Like you you need to double back on that and and start to search yourself in Santa Clara saying, look, other teams can't come in here and just beat us around like they have been doing for the better part of the last year. Right? Like like that that needs to be a statement set. That needs to that that, that Rams game needs to be a tone setter going forward. Like that just can't be a one off just because just because it's the Rams. Like that that, that's that's backward. Like you only get up for the Rams. Like that's it. Yeah. Well, see, the first, yeah, I was. That's where I was going. That's why I said I hate when guys talking about. Okay, we 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 turned up. We dialed, we dialed it up. We cranked it up. We we focused. We locked in this week. We did all this stuff. Why the hell weren't you doing that the whole season? Word. Why weren't you doing that? You should have been doing that week one. It, it shouldn't be you shouldn't be waiting all the way down after losing all these games and then okay now we're gonna turn it up now we're gonna focus okay so I'm with you if you realize that that type focus gives you that particular performance then that's supposed to happen that's not just on the coaches that's on the squad that's on the squad that is on the squad that type work if that type work gives you that result, you shouldn't accept it from it. You shouldn't accept less than that from anybody else. That's what a good team does. That's who a good team is. It's not about the coaches. It's 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 not. It's it's just that right there. And that's why I hate when I hear that. Like, I'm gonna give 110%. We did all this. Like, but you were giving me 15% last week. So you that's the performance that you're supposed to put on during the week and, and expect that result. And you just said it. You gotta start putting some fear in people's heart when they walk into your park. Nobody can be walking into your backyard, man, and just taking your ball from you. That can't happen. Pushing, kicking dirt in your face, and pushing you in the forehead. That can't happen. That can't happen. And that's what they've been doing. So you you, you gotta protect your backyard, and and that's that's where it all starts. That that's that's why it's called home field advantage. That's why that's why it's so difficult to win a game on the road. Yeah, you you big and and that's and it because it's one of those things where the game and the mindset of the players is so close that that 
extra day in your own bed, your locker room, understanding the field and all these type things, the, the, the crowd behind you, all of those things give you just that slight emotional advantage. Yeah. Um, and football is an extremely emotional game. And, and it gives you the, and you got to take advantage. You got to use that. Well, we've talked about it. The great teams and your teams did this, right? I mean, you, you go undefeated at home, you go 500 on the road, right? That's 12 and four. For that's 17, 17 yep. game schedule. That's, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's the 13 and four, 12 and five, whatever. I don't know. Four and a half, whatever. Yeah. But you, that's what you guys did. Right. And, and, and that's, that was, that's, that was that's the, the form. That's the formula for for every great team, right? Like no one's gonna come in our house and beat us, and we gonna win at least half our games on the road, right? And, and that gets you to twelve and four in a sixteen game season. And that is a great team. That is a great season, um, yeah. in, in in the NFL, right? And so, um, like this, like they're so. Which takes me back to the formula that we were talking about originally, not necessarily the home versus road formula, but but the formula that we saw in the last two games um, from this Niners team that that we all know and that we all expected from you know week one of this season. How can that be replicated on Sunday? Um, well, and you know Zimmer, right? I mean, you, you you know Zimmer. You know you know what his teams are all about, especially his defenses, right? How can that be replicated? It, it's it's what Depot just said. It's it's that mindset that they have to come into the game they, that they have to prepare during the week with, so that you show up angry. They so have that's to, happening Tuesday through Saturday. That's well Wednesday, you know. Tuesday, Wednesday through Saturday. Leave me alone on Tuesday. My <laughs> day off. I want to talk to you on Tuesday. Leave me alone. But Wednesday through Saturday, yes. No, no. Wednesday through the clock expiring on Sunday. That's that's the game. So so you start everything that you do is about playing that bully ball that you've been successful with the last couple of weeks, because you're going against a team that's going to come in playing with that same mindset. Minnesota is going to come in playing. Um, you know, they have seen one another here um, recently. They're going to come in uh, with an understanding of what it is you like to do. Uh, Zim is going to have his defense prepared for what Shanahan wants to do. Uh, and you're gonna have to make some plays. And that's it. So that mindset, that, that the physical game that you're gonna need to play, whatever you have to do mentally when what you've done mentally to get yourself at that level, again, that's not on Kyle. That is not on DeMarco. That's, that's uh, D'Amico. D'Amico, yeah, D'Amico. I was on DeMarco Farr. Um, um, yeah, that's that's not you made you laugh there. It it um it um that's not on them. That's on the players. If you can stand at the podium and say, "Hey, man, this is what we did, and this is what we okay." Debo, guess what? You know, our last pod, I was saying he's that dude. Guess what? You're that dude. That's the standard. You you just said you realize we win when we do this. Make certain that everybody's at that level. You, you, you make certain that you play at that level and you don't accept anything less than that level from the other guys around you during the week. And that's how you put yourself in position to continue that. It's not on a coach to do that. And my coaches used to say so. They, they, they used to, George Seifert used to tell us, if, if I have to run this, I'm worried. If you guys don't take over, I'm afraid. 
we can't go where we want to go if you're expecting me to carry you there. That's that's how the coaches used to feel. And it's, and these guys got to take over at some point. Yeah, we, this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. I think something that is very key, we're going to get to your keys um, in just a little bit, ED. But yeah, better get to them shortly because my, my computer's on 4%. Oh, no. <laughs> Go ahead, give us your keys. <laughs> um, one of the things about this formula, though, that I think has been so instrumental is the fact that you're holding on to the possession, right, which leaves the defense off the field. And then once they come back on the field, they can be a closer version of do- – as close to dominant as as we've seen them uh, be so far this season. And I think, I think the position group that that has helped the most – um, is the secondary. And I think that's why that's key coming into this game on Sunday. But not only that, um, even with that, you still expect to get tested, right? I mean, you, this Jefferson kid from Minnesota is the real deal. Yeah, yeah, of course you're going to get tested. And see, I don't necessarily agree that, that that's the formula because um, people can say, well, the offense is possessing the ball for the defense is rested and all this stuff and everything. And then that's why they're flying around and doing all this stuff. You do realize if the def- if my offense is going out there and going three and out defensively, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I can go on the field and get off in three. I can get off in three plays too. I, I don't just because my, just because my offense isn't having a good day. That doesn't mean that I have to allow the opposing offense to have a good day. So uh, so you always hear that that this defense is they're they're on the field too much. Their offense needs to help them out. They, well, you can actually get off the field on defense. You know you're allowed to make a play. You you just you are allowed you are allowed to knock balls out of the air. So when you say, well, the secondary is benefiting from the offense playing the ball, that doesn't change the fact that they have to knock a ball down when they throw it. It doesn't it doesn't them not being on the field. Uh, with the offense, it's, it's less chances to get a DPI, and we even saw one of those in Jacksonville. But you, but you're still going to have those same balls thrown. You have to make the play. So these guys, it just you have to be efficient on defense. So the so, and that's that's what I'm saying. You can't look at it that way. The complimentary ball is there. Offense, yeah, you want to score when you have your opportunities to score. Do your damn job. Just do your job. Defensively, that has nothing to do with them. Those guys get. The offense having a 10-play drive, a 15-play drive, or a three-and-out has nothing to do with those guys on the back end running through receivers and getting um, pass interference calls. It has nothing to do with it. So Holding the ball for 38 minutes you don't think is huge? Holding the ball for 38 minutes is huge for the offense. And what it shows is that Jacksonville defense sucked. (laughs) That's, that's That's what that shows me. That has nothing to do with the defense. So, so is it huge? Yes. And, and, and what, when you have the ball that often, you would like to think that you get a lot of points out of it offensively, which is what they did now. But like I say, if that had nothing to do with Jacksonville's offense, that had everything to do with Jacksonville's defense. They didn't get off the field. We talked about it before they had third down opportunities and they didn't make the play. Yeah. Yeah. So the same with the 49ers defense. If you get a team, you get a team in third down, make a play. 
I don't care if it's third and two. I don't care if it's third and 22. Get off the damn field. Make a play. Of course, third and two is a lot harder um, than third and 22. It's a lot tougher on the defense because the offense has a lot more options. But guess what? Happens all the time. Every week, every single week, we see somebody get off the field on third and three, third and four, third and one. It always happens. So defensively, you have to just make those plays. That's what good teams start to do. And so it's not, it, like I say, one has nothing to do with the other. It has nothing to do. I played in nine, six games. I played in, in um, seven, six games. I played in seven, three games. Guess what? Just because our offense, just, I mean, one, one of the classic games I played in a Monday night game against, against um, the, the, the Giants. It was the year they beat us in the NFC Championship. We played them 7-3. We were both 10-1. and one. It was a 7-3 game. Um, neither offense could do anything. It had nothing to do with us. Our offense couldn't, our offense couldn't do a thing against LT and the boys. Well, all we knew is that we couldn't let them score if we wanted to win. So we didn't. That's just, it, that, that has nothing to do with us. Now, we had our sweet Joe Montana offense, but they didn't show up that day. You still got to do your job. Yeah. So, and that's, that's, just, that's just the way it is. And that's, how, that, and that's how they have to look at it going into this one. The standard was set. The guy said, we prepared. You knew you were playing a good football team and you prepared a certain way and it worked. Why would you not do that every time from now on? Yeah, I think another part of that as it relates to the defense is, is being able to turn the ball over, right? Um, that helps. Start- you saw that against the Rams. Um, yep. I think they were able to get one against the, the, the Jaguars. Uh, Josh Norman, by the way, very he's excellent at coming in and punching that ball out. Um, we've seen him do that a couple times so far yeah, this man. season and and, yep. and force some force some fumbles. Um, so I think that I think I think that's huge. And if you can turn them over, um, you know the, the more the more you can turn them over, the better. Uh, and that goes for anybody. But you know I think that's going to be key this week as well. Um, Better get these keys. Time now for your keys, Ed. <laughs> Ed's keys. You got the Niners and the Vikings. What do you got, Ed? It's easy, man. Um, you know, really, it's bully ball. That's all. We can get into the X's and O's and, and break it down and, and position matchups and all of these type things. Um, these coaches understand one another. They've gone against one another. Uh, but this really is that formula that we've seen lately. Can the Niners turn the corner and start playing that type of bully ball? Can they prepare themselves to play physical games? Um, their offensive line, their defensive line has really been in control of the line of scrimmage. And if they can do that, they'll win this game. That's that's a major key. This is Are you going to be the most physical team um, on the field? That's how they've won the last couple of weeks. Major key alert, both lines. Uh, you, you, we talk about this all the time. You better be able to win up front. You better be able to win up front if you're going to win some big-time uh, big football games. Um, so it'll be the Niners and the Vikings uh, coming up on Sunday, of course, and we'll be back here um, to uh, break this one down for you coming up next week. Um, as always, we want to encourage you and remind you to feel free to um, – Subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at 
Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. Um, so it'll be the Niners and the Vikings, 1.25 p.m. local local kickoff on Fox. Of course, we'll be back here to break the whole thing down for you. So from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully it's pina coladas. Hey, I owe JC a couple, uh, JCC a couple pina coladas. That's right. A couple pina coladas. That's right. Pina colada time. Uh, so we appreciate y'all. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.